What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 130 of Little Root Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, dude? I am very tired. You act <laughs> like you worked today or something. It's not that I work today, it's that it's been long days, and I'm working on other stuff around the house, trying to get stuff cleaned up, and so I'm up earlier than normal. Um, we have the cats on a feeding schedule right now, so we're trying to get used to that, and it's just causing a lot of a lot of tiredness around the house. I feel that. I understand all too well, my dude. It is a long week. Yep. But, you know, it is what it is, so. Um, we're talking about Worlds this week, right? It's a little yes. late because Worlds was almost two weeks ago now. But, um. Yeah, when when this comes out, Worlds would have been, uh, last, the, the last week would have been the weekend, the, the Monday after Worlds. Yeah. So, we're like a week behind, but it's, it's, it's alright. Uh, we it had. It is a-okay. We wanted to take a minute and talk about the fun trailer that they shared and some cool stuff we saw at Worlds that we liked and stuff like that. Uh, I personally didn't watch much VGC <laughs> for Worlds. I, I watched a lot of day one, but that weekend I was just so unbelievably busy with like work and everything else that it's like I did not actually get a a good chance to watch a lot of it. Um, so, we have uh, the top 16 bracket here, which is actually more than top 16, I believe. Uh, top 32 are here. I think, or 26 or whatever. Yeah, 26. Okay, so, um, I figured, you know, we'd at least talk about some of the, the interesting things here. Especially with, um, like... Sword and Shield VGC essentially being dead at this point with no no offense until uh, Scarlet and Violet come out. It's going to be counterintuitive to really talk about this, but at the same time, like this is still very relevant and very important. Um, so being able to actually talk about it and talk about like what was cool, what was good, all that good stuff, I yeah. think is relevant. So that was the idea behind talking about Worlds today. Uh, but like the big stuff that you know you and I really want to talk about is going to be the uh the new trailer. information we had out had yeah the the trailer from worlds for scarlet and violet yeah so um let's just jump on in here to some of these teams i need to zoom in because it's a little uh little small there we go now i can read cool <laughs> um a lot of these look like what we would used to see from series 12 but there's a small handful here that are very cool um yeah so just I'm going to start with top of the left-hand side. Uh, this this image is, of course, brought to us by our wonderful friends over at VGC Pace. Huge shout-out to, to them and all their fantastic hard work that they do um, in making this look nice, neat, and presentable for us. So, um, starting here with the one seed with Eduardo uh, Cunhas, we have Zlashian, Kelly, Shadow, Ensign, Gastro, uh, Rillaboom and Thundee. None, I mean, nothing overly exciting. Pretty standard, all things considered. Um, Eduardo, I believe Eduardo won the whole thing. Was that right? I don't remember. I I genuinely could not tell you. I, I him <laughs> That's going, how... If he went 7-0, I would assume that he probably won. Um... 
because I'm looking through their names trying to figure out who was first and who was second because like I said I didn't really watch any of it except like the finals but then I, didn't, I wasn't really paying attention to the names I was just watching the Pokemon <laughs> let's see do, 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 do. there's a handful of names I recognize though on this uh, list like Megan Rattle James Beck um, Eric Rios yes Eduardo did end up winning oh, okay cool um, Paul Chua made top cut. That's cool. Joe UX9 was in top cut. That's also cool. Well, I believe James Beck was also on there. Yeah, yeah. James Beck finished top 16. Um, and I, the, the image that we are looking at doesn't have like the final bracket. Or we don't anything. know. It's yeah. We like, don't know who beat who, who went on and whatnot. We just see the top. who's top 16. Yeah, we have, uh, there's six teams that were guaranteed, a spot in in top 16 and then the other uh 20 were playing for 10 spots so we have all 26 teams here and like the names of those who made top 16 if yeah. that makes sense yeah um looking up for like unique teams here uh the first one that sticks out to me is number eight uh tatsuya watanuki uh raiku double weather thing is awesome yeah this is so sick we have like Um, a really really powerful fast mode between like of course kyogre tornadus is very good um raiku is very very powerful as well with like under under tailwind you're able to outspeed a lot of a lot of the format i believe your base 120 speed is uh, that right base 115 115 okay so yeah you you just outpace a lot of the format um i'm really curious about this team i'm i'm wondering if i can actually like get info on this and actually pull it up um the one thing i already know from worlds is a lot of the controversies and whatnot and if i remember correctly this match was played on stream and there was a switch error a switch disconnect uh in game two uh which really threw uh, because i believe tatsuya won game one and was winning game two and then a disconnect happened and and then ended up losing game three to uh ko and that's why ko moved on and tatsuya didn't oh there is a rental code for this okay sick oh yeah yeah okay so so there might are... be an extra bonus episode of laddering <laughs> oh maybe probably not you never this team did. is really cool um so <laughs> oh my god it gets better the longer i look at it <laughs> um uh, we're AV Galissapod. Yep, that makes sense. Leech Life Drill Run Sucker Punch First Impression. Yep, still all all that stuff makes sense. Chopelberry Ensign. Yep. Flare Blitz Parting Shot Fake Out Protect. Yep. All of this still <laughs> makes sense. I, I haven't been stupidly surprised yet. Um, Prankster Focus Ash Tornadus. Yep. Protect Tailwind Icy Wind Heat Wave again. The Heat Wave's kind of cool. That's not super common. Yeah, I mean, specifically with Groudon here, it makes a lot of sense just being yeah. able to do all that extra damage. Um, Life Orb Groudon. Protect okay. Precipice Blades. Thunder Punch Rock Slide. Yeah, if you're playing Life Orb, there's no point in playing, like, Swords Dance or Bulk Up or whatever yep. we normally play in that slot. You just want to hit things. And so having Thunder Punch means that you're not just dead in the water to Kyogre. Raikou is Citrus Berry... 
Thunderwave, Snarl, Volt Switch, Weather Ball. Oh, okay, that's kind of cool. You get to do Weather Ball stuff. That's pretty neat. And the best part of this team, Weakness Policy Kyogre. Can we? Okay, so can we? We can activate with our own Thunder Punch if we want to. That's kind of cool. And we have Volt Switch to be able to go, then go into Tornadus to like set Tailwind. That's oh. really cool. Plus, they're always going to want to try and act like attack and just Kyogre with a super effective attack anyway. <laughs> Because that's this how the game works. So, hot. so that's really cool. Shuffleberry Protect Ensign and Weakness Policy Kyogre is not something I knew I needed in my life. This is sick. One of the big things I had, I had started to see like going into worlds was the rise of Shuffleberry Ensign because you just eat Sacred Swords then. Like the no Zacian is going to be able to take you out with a with a Sacred Sword then, and then you can return KO with a Flare Blitz, like. Mm-hmm. It's super duper cool. It's super duper cool tech, like especially game one. Like if they don't know it, and then you just bop them with it, and it's like, oh well, now Agreed. I have to play around that, and they can never safely attack into Incineroar. Period. Yeah, I I ran into uh, Chopalberry Incin. I think it was the that was the G Max Machamp episode of Laddering, yeah, right? It was. It was. And it would have KO'd had it not been for Chopalberry, and I'd probably win that game had it not been for that. <laughs> Oof. That was that was my first instance of seeing it. I'm just like, this is stupid, I hate it. This this is unrealistic. <laughs> no one's gonna play this. <laughs> <laughs> Proceeds to see it a ton at Worlds. <laughs> um, um The next team I want to talk about here, um just like a quick talk. We have in 16th seed, we have Flavio Del P- uh, Pedio. Please excuse me for slaughtering these names. Uh, once again, I am an English speaking American and therefore I am stupid and bad at pronouncing foreign names. Okay. Um, <laughs> we have Swordfish and Sin, uh, Shedinja. So it's like this, you know, cool French rain team going on. And then we have P2 and Galarian Moltres in the last slot, which I, I I like this team. It looks really cool on paper. If I remember we... correctly, something very similar to that one uh, an event. Okay. I, I, I don't know, man. I just I really like Galarian Moltres. I, I I think it's super under underrepresented. I'm trying. I like. I recognize that six in particular, and now I'm trying to place where I saw it at. Your your guess is as good as mine on this one. Is it? The inner workings of my mind are an enigma. So, was it the Milan event? It might have been the Milan event if I could find it. Doop 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 doop. Oh, fun fact! This uh, this same exact team is over here in uh the twenty third seat as well. Aha, it and was the Milan uh, event with the same exact player. That's why I recognized it. Okay, okay. sick. Uh yeah, they went yeah, seven is... and, they, they went seven and two in Swiss in the Milan special event and uh won the whole thing. Okay, so if the like Shedinja Rain team is French Rain, can this be Italian Rain? Yeah, then? That, I think that's the joke, right? This is this is the Italian Rain team, and that's <laughs> that's the running gag. I love it. I actually hadn't heard anyone else use that, and I love this. Um, outside uh, yeah, of the Shedinja team, they're on this side of the graph. There's a Kyogre Yveltal team, which is like the restricted pairing is cool, but the rest of the team's super duper standard. It feels like so it's kind of just kind of boring. 
Is this the 21st seed? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty pretty good. Um, I mean, yeah, I like that pairing in a lot. Um, Paul Chua playing probably my favorite restricted pairing of Pally Cali. There's a lot of that over here on the, the right-hand side by a lot. I mean, you know, two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's the Gothitelle version of the team with uh, Tapu Fini, and then there's the exact same... Uh, exact same six that Paul Chua played over here in the hands of uh, Adrian Hurley as well. I'm I'm sure it it seems I don't know. Obviously, I could be incorrect, but um, two American players bringing the same exact six. There might be some work between the two of them. I, I would obviously, I would make that obviously I'm yes. just I, I'm making connections that may not exist, but they may also. Yeah. Um. The last big two I want to talk about on this side is David Kotesh's team, which I've, I I remember correctly, this was the one that had a lot of hype behind it because it's Dialga Yveltal <laughs> and then Thunderous Landorus Gyarados and Ferrothorn. Like, this team was not losing to Zacian. <laughs> I love Gyarados. It's so funny. Like, um... This is early, early, early Series 12. I was playing Gyarados next to Blaziken. Um, and like, that team was whatever. Uh, but I really did like Gyarados on that team being Focus Sash, so you could, like, always guarantee live a hit against Eliki um, and, like, be able to pivot in and out as needed. Um, and then you have access to Thunder Wave for yep. some reason. Uh, thanks so, to like, Gen 1. But even even still, man, it's just so bizarre to think that something that they did back then is still relevant today. Because a lot of those, uh, like Thunderbolt Gyarados, was something you could do in Gen One. I I know they removed it from Gen Two, and I don't know if they ever brought it back. Um, I don't know. I'm full uh, of CRB. But anywho, that the restricted pairing on this thing is super unique in Dialga uh, Dialga Yveltal. Uh, this was something that I know Ro and I were working on like way back at the early series 12, trying to figure mm -hmm. it out. Um, I ended up shelving that team because I just didn't like the play patterns of it right before we're going into play and couldn't ever find something I really liked. But David figured it out. Um, Ferrothorn makes a great pairing here alongside this uh, Dialga Yveltal. Uh, being able to just kind of sit in front of anything special attacking while also just being an annoyance for things that want to attack into your Dialga. Um, we also have a ton of flying types because we have double steel, so we can just ignore Groudon all day, every day, and not have to worry about it ever. So, fun fact for you. Um, Gyarados can learn Zap Cannon as a transfer-only move. Neat. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why, but you can do it. Uh, it's too bad when you go to battle ready them that they forget all their transfer moves. Yeah, and it actually looks like most generations it has access to thunder and thunderbolt as well. It might just. It might literally just be Gen two that they removed it. Ah. Uh -huh. Yeah, because there it is in Gen three. Harder doing all of this detective work. Okay, it's a, it's not a TM in Crystal. I mean, but it's a move tutor move. Yeah. So as a result, it's a Gen One only move until Crystal, when it became a move tutor move. Yep. So 
and gold and silver you cannot. But in interesting, crystal. because instead we had the elemental punches as TMs. Yeah, you got the thunder punch, fire punch, ice punch. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 See, I, I'm kind of crazy. <laughs> um, I think the last team I want to touch on here before we before we move on um, is this is Megan Rattle's team here in 18th. Uh, the 18th seed we have Swordfish plus Celestila, uh, Lando, Thundy, and Grimmsnarl. Grimmsnarl. I, I, I don't know, just like the the unique placing of Celesteela, I think is really interesting. Um, um, Celesteela is one of my favorite Pokemon to play with, and uh, it's nice to see it pop back up in Series 12. It's it's got a really cool type. You can steal flying. You don't get to use it, abuse it as much as you really think you would, but. Um, also being able to just sit there and stall in front of people is really, really cool. So depending on what Celesteela this is, like you could either take over a game with Dynamax and Power Orb or Assault Vest, or just sit there and just stall the game out in the end game with Leech Seed and Heavy Slam. It's it's really interesting. I believe Celesteela, even in like Ultrasound Ultra Moon, was able to do this like diverse power thing where like, you know, multiple sets were accessible to it being like Life Orb and, like, being offensive, or you still had that stall set with, like, Leech Seed Substitute stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's really interesting that even uh, even now that, granted, we have the island uh, armor moves, so we have, like, Meteor Beam and stuff for it. It can be just a really, really powerful offensive threat. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that's about really it. Everything else feels super-duper standard, or is pretty close to standard. And I'm, I'm sure there's a a lot of uh, tech at Worlds that we're not covering for whatever reason. So please, down in the comments, tell us, you know, what we missed and, like, you know, tell us your your favorite piece of technology that you saw over the weekend. Um, Two weekends ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say my favorite thing I saw from Worlds was just watching Blackhand demolish teams at, in Unite. That's like, because that's all I watched was Unite. Like, I just had it on all the time. Um, and so watching, watching teams just get dismantled was a lot of fun. For the record, the rental code for the weakness policy Kyogre team still up. Well, there you go. I may, I may have to play some in my off time. There my, you go. My little bit of, you know, downtime I get. Yep. Um, but that's not all we got from Worlds. We got a competitive trailer, which because it is Worlds, they're going to be a BGC focused trailer. Thank goodness. Um, yes, they kind of yes, get yes, to yes. explore what terrestrializing is. They showed off some new items that we're going to be getting, which is really, really cool. Um, some the, of these have some really cool implications for VGC. Some of them, not so much. <laughs> I think the, the biggest thing coming from this is like, uh, we got a couple more like Pokemon confirmations that are in the game. Um, we have access to, like, Colossal is, is shown here in the trailer. Which we knew that is... one from way yes, back. Yes, yes, you are correct. Um, we have Flareon as well, so, like, obviously Eevee is in, therefore confirmed. Like, we, we um, knew Eevee, we just weren't sure on Eeveelutions yet, but correct. it shows that. And, like, again, pretty obvious that, like, if they're gonna have one of its line, it'd be weird to not have all of them. Yep. Um, um Fortress is also here in the background. That's which what I think I'm happy is, for. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's really interesting. Um Gallade, so therefore the Ralts line is in, which we already knew because uh Gardevoir was revealed yep. in one of the trailers, right? 
Yep. Um, let's see. Chansey, Blissey are shown. Breloom. Um, yes, 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 this yes. This is the Breloom. important one. Breloom, I think, is, like, the big one that we didn't really have, um... Uh, we didn't really know, and I think a lot of people have been missing. Uh, same with Hariyama, which I believe is also already confirmed. I'm not sure on Hariyama. I knew Braylon was new in the trailer that when we saw it. I'm not sure if Hariyama was new in the trailer I, when I we saw it. I genuinely don't remember. But getting then... both of these is awesome because it brings out a lot of BDSP vibes from playing mm-hmm. the Draft League and whatnot and trying that format out. And I'm super excited to play that again. That was a lot of the, fun. The other big part of that is uh Azumarill's also back so like there's another like i i, I don't want to make claims that i know the bdsp meta but i feel like Azumarill's good um i don't know i i've always really liked Azumarill. water fairings a very strong typing uh and if you can like get get your Azumarill in a position to do something really like powerful this is going like Azumarill can take over games, especially mm-hmm. when there's no giant Dynamax or Reggie Eleki sitting across from you to blow you up now, right? Or Rillaboom's clicking Grassy Glide, yeah. or like there's yeah, not there's... there's not a whole lot of crazy stuff that's going to just punish you super hard. So now you, we're gonna go back to a format where you can get away with this kind of like I'm a belly drum Azumarill, I'm going mm-hmm. to set up. But uh, this brings us into the first item, Mirror Orb, which is essentially a uh, consumable item that lets you copy the stat increases of an opponent. Yeah, just really punishing uh, setup moves. So, nice sword sword stance, stance, I'll be taking that. Nice dragon dance, Um, calm mind, just... I wonder, wonder, uh, like, those are the obvious ones. I wonder if, like minimize also works uh, like, i would right, be looking cool. towards swagger <laughs> yeah that's what i'd be looking for it's like oh hey you've already attacked this turn i'm gonna swagger you hey look my mirror orb triggered <laughs> now you're plus two and confused but i'm plus two <laughs> that does seem really sick i'm not gonna lie um that'll be really cool like some cool tech to see especially in singles that'll be something you'll see on singles probably a lot is i'm going to swagger you i'm now plus two have we seen any prankster pokemon revealed yet um outside of murkrow no oh i did forget murkrow was revealed we saw murkrow but i think that's the only one which murkrow is um prankster tailwind if i remember right still right does it get tailwind uh-huh. okay um i'm not sure if we'll have we have any other prankster tailwind users in the game uh i know we technically have gale wings talon flame to do that too but that'll be really cool having different prankster mons to use let's see just looking at i'm over here on Cerebi, just looking at like officially confirmed pokemon that are in the game um do, do, do. I know I sent you a link to the Pokedex before. Oh, I'm just on Cerebi. They they have the updated list. Um there's Murkrow that is confirmed. Oh, we get Slaking as well. I think that one's new, right? Uh that one will be that one is technically new, I think. I don't remember seeing slate slacking in any of the uh, trailers, but it might have been hidden in one of them. Uh, Save light is 
uh, Sibla is in the game, so that's another confirmed prankster bond. Real Lou, because Lucario's in. Yep. Um, I'm um, trying to think of all the prankster Pokemon. Uh, Meowstic would be, Meowstic Male would be a prankster Pokemon that we need to look for. Not, um, not on the list yet. Uh, Klefki mm. has prankster, right? Yes. Did I miss Klefki? I was just asking if it has it. I'm pretty sure it does. It does. Uh, I'm not sure if it's in the list, but I'm just asking. It is asking. not. It okay. is not on the list. Um, so yeah, that's that's actually it. Confirmed for now. Correct. Correct. Um, so you know, obviously. Hmm. Interesting. Very. We don't very know interesting. if there's like Grimmsnarl hiding in there because we saw Hatterene in a in a thing, and, and Grimmsnarl oh. is the car is the partner Pokemon for Hatterene for can version just, exclusives. Can we just not like just? Can we not? Is that an option? Just give me Grimstar, I'll be fine. No. Yeah. I'm so tired of seeing its stupid, dumb face. To be fair, there will only be one set after when we go into this new new format, right? Because screens aren't going to be stupid important anymore because Dynamax isn't a thing. I mean, I, I still do think screens are good. Yeah, but they're not going to be silly important to have all the time. So Correct. there's going to be one set that's better than the screen set, which will probably be like, the trick set or the thunder wave set having spirit break or other things like that like they'll be able to carry fake out and they'll be able to do these mm-hmm. more prankster style things rather than i'm going to be the super support and set screens and that's all i'm going to do yeah this is this is really cool um i i think there's a lot that like tying this back to mirror herb i think this item is really really cool and can do a lot um because like playing against something like speed boost okay cool i will also get that boost now i ko you now i'm going to retain that speed boost to be able to ko you back so like, i'm i'm plus one now so we're still in the same speed tier and now i'm faster than everything else in the back Correct. I think that's really interesting. I wonder if this is going to, like, in doubles, if this is going to work, like, against either target, or if it's just, like, the like one just directly across sees, from you. Sees the first speed, sees the first stat change, or is it just the stat change across from you? Um, that'll be something we'll have to see when it comes to doubles and whatnot. Um, the next item is Covert Cloak. Uh, this is going to protect against the additional effects of boobs. So this is shield dust in an item, essentially. Yes, this is really, really cool. Um, we're not sure if it's consumable or not, but the way it, I think it's going to work is it is going to be like safety goggles or assault vest, kind mm-hmm. of just on the Pokemon. And then when you act, when you hit it, it's like, oh, hey, this didn't work. Um, and so it'll keep it'll keep that and it's just going to ignore it over over and over correct um correct this has a lot of implications for like trick room teams that want to have a pretty easy way of doing a trick room so now they have to be taunted you can't fake out into them because that's an extra effect of a move fun fact Mm -hmm. um you can't be flinched uh by that so that's pretty cool um you can ignore scald burns you can ignore like special attack drops from moonblast there's a lot of implications for this item. Does I think this it'll be ignore, a huh? Does this ignore like triggered effects from an ability? 
Are the it's just for does... moves. It's just for moves. This yeah, is just it's... for moves. So I'm, I'm trying to think, like, if you click a move into, like, Breloom and trigger Effect Spore, does, does Shield Dust prevent effect, effect Spore from triggering? No. that That's an ability triggering, not, not from the... That's not an additional effect from the move. Okay, okay. That's that's the ability triggering on the Pokemon. Okay. I mean, I, again, I assumed that was the case, but, like, that is just, like, an added layer to, to try to think about. Now, we don't we aren't sure if that's how it's going to be coded to work. Correct, correct. Uh, but... From the way this is worded, it just prevents the additional effects of moves. Um, the one things I think that it don't prevent get, get prevented are things like knockoff. Knockoff still gets through this and will knock the item off. Um, outside of that, I'm not sure of any other niche scenarios that where you will still get hit by the additional effect of the move, because because knockoff doesn't affect the Pokemon; it affects the item. Correct. Um, let's see. So, like, all the stat-lowering effects are secondary effects. So, like, Icy Wind Snarl, um, flinching from, like, Rock rock Slide, Iron Head, Headbutt, stuff like that. Yep. Um, and there's there's a lot that really is affected by this. I think this will be almost a guaranteed item on a lot of teams, uh, especially I, I on the agree. trick room teams. Like the trick room teams are going to be able to utilize this the most. Uh, being able to just ignore, um, ignore like fake out is huge when you're trying to do things on turn one. Mm-hmm. Um, fake out still going to be a very important tool to have. The uh, we, we get to ignore burns from like heat wave. Yeah, like burn from heat wave, burn from scald. Um, like, if you're really worried about, like, getting your physical attackers getting, like, statused out outside of just normal status moves, uh, then Covert Cloak's going to be a great item for you. Yeah, this this is really, really cool. This has a lot of added effects I did not even think about. Like, you don't have any of the secondary effects from, like, status conditions. Um, you can't be frozen from, like, Ice Beam or anything because there's no natural attack that like freezes you yeah like as its only effect so you don't have to worry about anything from that man there's so much to think about this is so cool yeah that's this is the big item from the trailer like this is the important one um the not so important one is the loaded dice uh i I think this item's just bad and if you want me to be very blunt i think this item's a waste of food it it is cool in concept depending on how much it actually affects the best way to describe this in comparison to like so you kind of get the idea of what we're talking about here loaded dice is the utility umbrella of of scarlet and pilot cool in concept not the greatest in actual use yeah. uh so loaded dice increases the chances that you are more likely to hit multi-strike moves uh so the minimum multi-strike moves can hit is two. Essentially, this is going to increase the odds that you're going to hit three or more times. Yeah, which is just, it's really bizarre. It's its cool for, like, Bullet Seed or things like that, but, like, things like that are cool, like, powerful, usually only hit twice, and that's they're not going to work for that. Yep, agreed. Um, And so... Maybe you compare this with like things that would like 
like like skill link already does this and you just bop them really good and having loaded dice is just like no no skill link pokemon is insanely broken right and so having loaded dice and making a pseudo skill link pokemon it's not not that great it's bad it's really bad um like i think the other two items definitely have utility i think covert cloak is insane yeah especially covert if there is if there's no downside goggles yeah if there's no downside like there is for like assault vest this thing is insane yeah and like based on the description that they're giving us there's no downside yeah like it's really really cool um fun fact we also got cyclozar is that its name yes which fun fact it's actually not on Cerebi. and if it is um, i'm not seeing it so cyclozar is normal dragon it has this cool move called shed tail which is essentially substitute and u-turn all in one it's really cool we're not sure if this is a signature move or if it's going to be available to other pokemon but if it's uh, available so, to other Pokemon, I can't wait to shed tail Slowbro. <laughs> the, you know what this reminds me of? The, like, just its design, and like, I'm sure someone else has already said this. This design really just reminds me of, like, a base evolution for Muridon and... Um, that's that's what it is. It, like, 100% confirmed? 100%, yeah. That's what it is. If it's not, I would be very, very surprised. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it is. It is like the base form for Miraidon and Coridon. It doesn't have a Pokédex number yet, but like, it's really weird. They they did this obviously in um, Sun and Moon because we have Cosmog and Cosmoem. But yeah. I I'm really curious if this is going to be a restricted because it evolves into a legendary Pokemon. Oh, maybe not. I I think this attack is very very good, especially like if it has like negative priority. I think this attack is insane, or like you have like lagging tail on this, so you always move last. Set up your shed tail, go into whatever you want, and um, then like you always get a free attack off. Yeah, the example they used was going from Cyclozar into Magnazone. Because Magnazone having a substitute up is huge. Mm-hmm. Having that four times weakness uh, means you can play like analytic Magnazone after you lagging tail, shed tail out, bring Magnazone back in, bring Magnazone in. It's behind a substitute. They can't really safely knock it out successfully in two hits, depending on what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then Magnazone gets its analytic boost because it gets to move last and blow something up. Yeah, this this thing is really cool. So I'm hoping I'm hoping Shed Tail is not a signature move. I'm hoping other Pokemon get access to it because it'll be cool to see it across the board. I'd be surprised if it's not a signature move. Yeah. If you I'm want not, me to be I'm honest, not ex- I'd be super, surprised. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm excited about it. I want it to be a not a signature move, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be. Um, the other thing we got to see in the trailer was more about terastalizing and how terastalizing works. Uh, hey, fun fact, the things we talked about in the leak trailer were mostly right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, um, funny how that works. So terastalizing, for those that may not 
be aware. Uh, this is the gimmick for Scarlet and Violet. Uh, any Pokemon can have any Terra type in the game. Certain Terra types are going to be more rare than others. Um, I'm not sure if there's going to be a way to change Terra types like via item like we do with natures and things like that. There might be. Um, but for now, all we know is Pokemon have Terra types. There you can have any Terra type. Certain Terra types are rarer than others. Which, like, there's also, allegedly in the leak, um, there is a, like, item that allows you to change your Terra type. So, like, cool. I'll take it. If there is, cool. It's probably post-game. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. It's probably, like, the ability patch or the ability, uh, or, like, anything we would get in, like, the Dynamax Raid Adventures. Yep, 100%. Um, so the way Terra types work, we talked about it a little bit in the leak. Um, Terra types overwrite all your typings. So in the example they used, Tyranitar's Rock and Dark, it has the ghost Terra type, so it becomes a ghost type. Uh, this overrides all of its typings, so it's no longer rock or dark type. It is now just a pure ghost type. Yep, super um, cool. Super, it super loses cool. all stab bonuses it would have for Rock and Dark. As well, it doesn't have anything like that. Um, so this is a cool like defensive option for Pokemon. If you have a four times weakness, you can just I'm gonna just tear type to the one thing that can't hit me. Correct. <laughs> and just completely neutralize it. So that's kind of cool. Um, on the flip side of that, there's Pokemon where you can do it offensively and maybe go super stab. Um, things like uh, Rotom would be really, really cool with this. You lose the secondary effects from being, say, Rotom Wash is water, loses the water typing, becomes a full electric type. You still have uh, Levitate, so you only have, you have no weaknesses anymore. And so... Yeah, I, I, think, I think Rotom, like... Terra Electric Rotom is going to be very, very good. Which we know uh, Rotom's on, in the game. Yeah, based on it. literally zero information, I think it's good. <laughs> yeah. uh, which we'll probably see things like Rotom Grass, Rotom, uh, Rotom Fire more often than Rotom Wash now because you just you could just lose the negative typings that those would come with, but still have access to the moves. Yep. And I think um, I think that's the best part of it. Obviously, you you lose stab on like your your overheat and stuff, but um, you also lose your your uh, your rock weakness and your water weakness. And going from multiple weaknesses to zero seems very very powerful. That added on to the fact that your electric type attacks become super stab. Is what I'm going to call it because it's just a, it's bonus on top of it. It becomes uh, analytic stab. Yeah. I mean, it's not really analytic, uh, adaptability stab. We think it's adaptability stab. We're not sure yet. We're not sure what the Terra type boost is yet. We haven't really done the math for that, but it's still going to be enough to where it's significant. And that's what's important there. Agreed. Agreed. Um, We've also seen it do cool things with Colossal specifically, because in the trailer with the Rotom, Rotom used Hydro Pump into a Water-type Colossal, and they showed yeah. off how the resistances work and things like that. So Colossal still gets to do its steam engine thing. Yeah, uh, we think, just don't I have Vocalith, really cool. which makes Colossal much worse. <laughs> well, you know. Um, still being able to go to plus six, and then it's like, hey, that activated my Mirror Herb. Now I'm plus six. <laughs> yeah. That'll be Seems... a cool like counter-tech. That'll be really mm -hmm. cool to see. 
Yeah, um, I, I, I really like the the idea behind all these. I think uh, terrestrializing is going to be very good and very, very much like a solid change of pace while also making it where um, it, it's going to be a culture shock for those who are on a, uh, like not prepared for it, I feel like. Um, I feel like everyone's been like, oh, terrestrializing is broken because you're not going to be able to see it in team preview. You're not going to be able to know what to expect. You're going to be able to figure it out pretty quickly what the Terra types are. Because I, I think certain so. Pokemon are going to want certain Terra types. <laughs> if that's not the case, I'd be very surprised. Like, I'm trying to think of, of Pokemon that would want multiple different Terra types access to it and, and that those will be the ones that'll be hard to guess. But mm. like Colossal is gonna want to be a water type. Oh ninety five percent of the time you're not gonna want to change it into anything else because most of the time you're gonna be taking that water type attack from an opponent because you're four times weak to water. Which means you start running ground. The other typing I guess though you could probably run like flying if you wanted to to avoid ground type attacks. Yeah, a flying Colossal's kind of cool, but like then you're taking neutral damage from water instead of resisted damage and not triggering mm -hmm. your steam engine. Agreed, agreed. And so it, it'll become pretty obvious to people what Terra types are good and what Terra types are common the more you play with play the game, right? Yep. Um, Who knew playing the game will help you get better at the game? Right? That's a very foreign concept, Carl. Thank you. Here you are. <laughs> um, the last little bit is they confirmed the new hidden power, um, which isn't really hidden power, but it's kind of hidden power, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, so this is Terra Blast. Is that what it's called, yeah, right? Terra Blast. And it deals damage based on your Terra type, based on when you've terrestrialized. Otherwise, yes. it's just a normal type move. Yep. Um, so you have stab on it thanks to your terra, uh, your terra typing. Um, and what's really sick is unlike hidden power, this can be used as a physical or special stat depending on which is higher. Yep. This so, is this is super important. <laughs> this is like photon geyser, but for every Pokemon that also has access to every typing. Yeah, this is sick. <laughs> this is this is fixed hidden power essentially. Yes, right? and um, it is so good. It forces you to use the gimmick. It forces you to terrestrialize in order to get the benefit of it. Otherwise, it's just a normal type move. Um, granted, that's cool for the normal type Pokemon, but normal type Pokemon aren't super duper strong usually. Anyway, um, we know that certain Pokemon probably aren't going to be in the game. Uh, sorry, buddy. Sorry, P2. You're probably not going to be here to enjoy this stuff. Can we can we talk about this? I um, need normal type terrestrialized Porygon P2. PZ <laughs> with this on it just to just blast people into next the next life. Like, so you could either a adaptability terrestrialized normal type, uh huh, or b adaptability. Uh, terrestrialize ghost type with Terra Blast. I mean, both seem really good. The fact that like adaptability stacks with your Terra type is just yeah, absurd. it still transfers it's over. So <laughs> absurd. It's uh, so this is probably good. why it's not in the game. <laughs> I really hope it's not, just for the sake of like doing calcs. Because like, that's gonna be that's Dynamax level powers of just strong. The 
the biggest problem with like specifically PZ in the game is that P2 has to be in the game too. Yeah, and that's where it becomes a problem. Because then we have a go a bulky ghost type P2 that can sit there and click Terra Blast into you over and over and over. And if you have a if you have a normal type in the game, it doesn't ever have to do anything and can still just click Terra Blast into you over and over and over. Like, forget Ice Beam, forget Shadow Ball and Thunderbolt. We're just going to play Terra Blast as our last move and play Recover, Trick Room, and uh, Eerie Impulse and just blow you up. This is sick. I love it. Um, But yeah, Terra Blast is... I feel like this is the best way they could have approached, like, taking Hidden Power out and Sword and Shield set us up for this right correct correct like this was the setup hidden power was going to be stupid busted in the dynamax format because this became any dynamax power move you wanted it to be because the way weather ball terrain pulse and all those other moves work and so taking hidden power away meant that they could come up with this fixed version for the game and set it up to the point where terrestrializing isn't going to be stupid busted, but Terra Blast is going to be a good move that you can play on your Terrastalized Pokemon. Yeah, uh, it I, is I a actually... TM. That is the thing. It is a TM. So we, we aren't sure if there's TMTRs like Sword and Shield had at the moment. We just know that there's TMs. I actually, like, thinking about this a little more, uh, the idea of Terrastalized, like, Terrestrialization is really cool for the concept of, like, draft leagues as well. Yeah. Because, like, you have to prep for every potential type of every Pokemon. <laughs> and, like, in reality, no, you don't. But, but, but like... In a draft go, league format, it could be really powerful and really cool. If you go, huh, I have three ground weaknesses. I should really be scared of ground type. That won't be a problem. My opponent doesn't have any ground types. <laughs> Jokes on you! Interground type Gyarados. Everyone is a ground type. Say <laughs> so interground type Gyarados, run people over, get them. Um, oh, did you mean Landorus? <laughs> <laughs> no, Landorus doesn't get hit by ground type moves. Still, <laughs> um, that that's been the cool part about terrestrialization and trying to figure out like, is it busted? Is it not? It's like, is it better than Dynamax? Like, is it worse than Dynamax? Uh, everyone's been trying to figure that out. And like, we, we don't know enough about it to make those assumptions quite yet. Um, I believe someone did the calcs on Terra blast from the video, from the trailer and, uh, Terra blast, I believe is base 70, which interesting. Okay. Um, it'd be a base 70 power move with stab. So it's end up, ends up being like a one Oh five after stab boost, which that's well within the range of random coverage moves, right? Like we see like flamethrower, thunderbolt, things like that on Pokemon all the time. So Terra blast being essentially a base one Oh five power move after your stab terrestrialized changes, uh, is really, really, really just in line with how Pokemon works. I I love it. I think this is so cool. Um, I, I'm so excited for this. It, it's such a drastic change to everything we've been dealing with for the last three years, and I, I could not be more excited for it. I, I've said it once, and I'll probably say it again. Terrestrialization feels like the most balanced gimmick we've had, period. 
Again, I, based on literally zero gameplay. It's based on nothing, like, gameplay-wise, but just, like, looking at how the mechanic is going to interact in Pokemon. Agreed. You, you, you're going to be able to see it. It's a visual thing. It's not like, I, I've changed types, but you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. No, like, you have this fancy headdress. You're going to be able to see it in-game and know it over and over and over. It's like, hey, I'm, a, I'm whatever type. It's up above my head. Light bulb, here you go. Uh, mm-hmm. like you only get to do it for one Pokemon in a game. Like now granted it's going to be permanent for that Pokemon until it faints or switches out. I don't, not sure of how it works. Um, I but, believe they have said that it stays regardless of swapping out or not. That'll be cool. Then I, I believe they, they have confirmed that. In that'll be cool. One of the videos. I don't remember. Hmm. Maybe it's this one from August third. If it stays over switches, that's kind of cool. Um, Let's see. You can terrestrialize a Pokemon once per battle, and the transformation will last until the battle ends. Okay, so yeah, so it's like so it is through switches and everything else. It'll stay. Yes. So you can you could use that as a pivot Pokemon, like, oh, I have this guy in. I need to ignore your move. Oh, and now you I'm gonna switch out into this other defensive Pokemon to get this pivot off and do all that jazz. It'll be it'll be a cool defensive tactic. Uh games are gonna probably slow down significantly. We will probably see longer games rather than shorter games, where Dynamax was hyper offensive and blowing people up. Um, this will probably be slower, bulkier gameplay and pivoting around trying to get into a good position again, which is what Pokemon probably should be doing. Yeah, I, I think this is really, really awesome. Playing for less hyper-offensive gameplay. Um, honestly, I think that will really help me as a player. Um, because, like, obviously I do enjoy super hyper-offensive teams ending the game in two or three turns. Yeah. Um, like, that's that's my play style, of just, like, beat them down until they're done. Um, but, like, I, I also feel like if you go back and, like, watch the er- earlier laddering videos as opposed to, like, where uh, the laddering videos are now, I, you can definitely tell I am way more aware of, like, pivoting and, like, learning how to position myself into a position where I can take over the game. And, like, I, I do think that that is something I have improved upon. Um, but I also do think that, like, playing for longer games is going to help that even more. Yeah. Uh, I already liked playing longer games. Like, I was real big into just stalling the game out and drawing the game out entirely. So mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to play into my wheelhouse even more. So I'm excited to just maybe flex my my intellectual muscle on this and try to come up with cool strategies that people may not be expecting. I also, um, I don't think we've talked about it yet, but there is uh, the screenshots of, like, the online connections, screens, and stuff like that that have been shown off as well. Um, like, the, the menu UI looks fine. Yeah, um, we, the we big do thing that, have like rental teams confirmed to be back. Yeah, which I think like is that huge. was the big thing is we get rental teams back. We have a ranked ladder back. Um, there's online competition so we can host ladder tours ourselves again. That's the um, hope. Granted, we we do not know that that's how it works. 
Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It says right here, friendly competitions. In this format, you can hold your very own competition or join one set up. Yeah, cool. So yeah. ladder tours are back. Hopefully they, they expand upon that to allow us to play, like, best of three as opposed to just laddering. But I, I'm happy that we just have something that yeah. we we as a community can run ourselves. Yeah, super excited about that, especially like rental teams was a, a very good change of pace, like having access to just share your teams globally across the world was really, mm -hmm. really cool. Being able to do that again here is super great. Uh, that means that we'll be able to speed out these teams pretty quickly once we get through the game's early points and be able to start churning out things that people can play with and test with and try to play on ladder and kind of explore. Correct. Um, so like... I can I can rush through the game, or I can play casually and just pick up rentals while and play for content as I finish my gameplay. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't look like there's a way to record your battles as of yet. We don't know, um, but so maybe maybe there's more going to be more on this menu as we get closer to launch. I know a lot of people really miss the versus recorder, and it'll be nice. It'd be nice to have that, even just like for like grassroots tournament commentary and things like that agreed being able to to record your matches i think is awesome um other than that i'm not sure if there's any other news from worlds to talk about there i think we covered all the big stuff yeah i think i think we got everything um pretty satisfied with how everything is so yeah, yeah. this has been cool you ready to get out I, of here then? I think so. I'm gonna go fix dinner and go play FNM. I think I don't know yet. <laughs> I have to go find a new pro controller because I killed my other one. All right, everyone. As always, thank you so much for watching. If you're listening over here on YouTube, go ahead and hit that like button. Uh, hit the subscribe button. Ring the bell for notifications when new stuff goes live. If you're listening on any of the other platforms, make sure you go ahead and leave a five star review. It really does help us get our signals boosted and have new people come in and join the community as well. Um, you can always follow us over on Twitter at LR Lessons, myself at Mr. Missouri 25, Carl is at Musical VGC. You can follow us over on Twitch as well at Mr. Missouri 25 and at Musical. Under, no, no underscore, just Musical. Nope, just Musical. Cool. I will get it figured out one of these days, man. <laughs> <laughs> just, just become universal everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, close enough, whatever. Um, you can, of course, follow us over on Discord. Come join our community. It's fantastic. It's free. Why haven't you done it already? Um, you can hang out with us and talk about Unite and anything Pokemon-related or anything not Pokemon-related. We have, we have Football's for... getting ready to start. Everyone's going to be talking about that for a while. Yeah, I can I can go unmute the, the sports room because now it's going to be talking about football and not basketball and soccer. Baseball. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's the other one. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so that's that's always exciting. Um, past that, you can follow us over on... Uh, you can go check us out on the website at lrlessons.com. We have a new article going up, I believe, this weekend. Um, um, pending, it'll be probably everything. on Monday. Okay, It'll probably cool. go live on Monday. Um, Aaron wrote up a you know tournament report for his draft league where he ended up winning rtt so go and check that out support him go do all that good stuff uh that video that we recorded should also be out already so that should have been should be up out on, yesterday. it'll be out on sunday it should have been out so, yesterday yeah yep go check that out it's it was a really good time getting to talk to him about his his life and draft strategy and all that good stuff and yeah while you're over on the website go and check out the merch page 
Um, you can pick up some fantastic t-shirts and hoodies and cups and all that good stuff. The um, invitational shirt for season two is only going to be up for so much longer. If True. you want them, get them in now. I know. I know be quite a few that people. Down soon. I know a lot of people have already picked theirs up and said it's fantastic and they love it and all that good stuff. So Teespring does make good stuff and I am very glad that that's who we use for all of our stuff. So, yep. I think that's it. Oh, no, Anchor Support. If for some reason you don't want to buy fancy t-shirts or that's too much for you and you want to support us for as little as 20 or 25 cents an episode, you can go over to anchor.com and support us there as well. So I think that's it. I think that's actually factually everything. I think that's it now. Cool. Um, All right, everyone. Have a fantastic week. We will see you then. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.